Welcome back to the Blue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Check us out on Twitter at BKBlueGuys. Check us out on iTunes. Search Blue or search Blue Guys. Brian. Mike, this is so strange. TheBrooklynGame.com. TheBrooklynGame.com. Get that in there. Uh, this is strange for me not having headphones on. I'm, I feel. I really feel naked. I feel bare. This is. It's really. Oh my god! You're getting really cozy on this couch. Yeah. The whole. The whole. Um, podcasting vibe is is thrown off i think i don't know is it more intimate it's feeling that way because you're getting closer and closer <laughs> to me <laughs> God. um yeah so so i don't know this is a little bit of an impromptu pod it wasn't super planned we just we just missed each other bottom line bottom freaking line um i feel like we had to pod because the nba finals got interesting it's happened it, it finally after five pretty mm. boring games none of them really being all that close uh, four, four, four boring games. No, five. Yeah, game five was the interesting one. Yeah, but even the game itself wasn't super interesting. I mean, the result, the end result is. But I think all five I games thought, have I been. I thought that you know, I you know, feel game. you think it was a good game. It's a good game. I was like, I liked it. I you know, I grade the game it. for me. I'm gonna say a hard A minus. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, lots of. I mean, really, the Kyrie Irving show. It's, I tell you what, he reminds me a lot of myself out there. That's what that's what, that's that's what I liked about it. It was like is watching, that the kind of player you are? It's like watching. And actually, you know, that's the player. You know, minus all the talent and everything, it's sort of my game. Just those weird mid-range turnaround jump shots. Drive it in. I've got. Uh, I'm a generously bethied man. That's sort of my thing. And surprisingly, Brooklyn. with bethied, you mean your thighs? My are... thighs are kind of big. <laughs> my thighs are for for the for the rest of me. Sure. Um, and so it helps me. I can get down in a post, you know, and and do some damage. But really, I'm not tall enough, or my arms are really short too. So I have to end up in a fadeaway turnaround jump shot. I'm more like Tony Allen without the defense. That's sort of my yeah. the way I operate on the court. Yeah, I think of you as more of a tractor trailer without the offense. That's, the, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. Um, no, I mean the, the the NBA Finals is suddenly interesting. It's fantastic. It was a a great game to watch. the The whole lead up to the game was awesome with uh, the "Where is Draymond Green now?" storylines. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. tweets. Let's say sources say Draymond Green is not allowed there two hours prior to tip off, but he will be allowed there for once the celebration, the championship celebrations, which never happened, actually begin. Mm-hmm. The game itself, we got a, a historic LeBron performance. We got a the first historic Kyrie performance. And then it just, you know, it's finally leading to a series where we're going to get to care about Man, basketball. Save that energy for the sizzle reel <laughs> smells. My God. Was... Yeah, we, we will create a sizzle reel. <laughs> will we? Yeah, sure. That's more your department. We'll that's, do that after our your, live podcast. That's your specialty. Um, What is your takeaway from game five? My, oh, my God. My takeaway from game five. <laughs> what's your big, what's the big headline, Brian? You want a hot take, don't you? Sure. Um. So, all right. Here's the hot take. <laughs> okay. They trade Kevin Love. Everyone talking about uh, trading, sure. trading Kevin Love. Right. It's obvious that they don't need him. It's so weird. I, I mean, I think this is like something that's happened over the history of LeBron's teams. They are more weird, disjointed parts than any other kind of form of championship teams, even more so than Kobe and Shaq. I mean, Kobe and Shaq, because they were two like 
pillars of awesomeness and really great players. They were never a cohesive unit, but because they were two huge stars, they kind of worked. LeBron, this Cleveland team is so weird. Um, His team's always like sort of like rock, like all-star rock bands when like Bob Dylan starts playing Mm. with Mm. other famous people. Oh, I like that. Uh, They're not a cohesive unit. The music doesn't sound all that good. You know that each can do a solo that sounds pretty awesome, but you're like really, the music isn't good. You're really getting a lot out of this you're juice in this thing. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'll bring it back every yeah. every couple of months. Have you? How many times have you used this before now? Is I that... just you can see my notes. So wow, I, I wrote this, and <laughs> this is one of <laughs> so, my okay. right. So there my, was some my written spiels. Good. Um, they're a totally weird team, and it's awful. What ha- what does have happened to Kevin Love? Mm. He's not. They're not even. They're not even giving him his high fives. That's all he really wants. That's all. <laughs> I, not, it, not going for a high five. That, like, you know that is. No, he really wasn't. Of we were course. talking about this beforehand. That if when when I see a vine or a whatever something, a, a video embedded in a tweet. What is that called? A video tweet. Anyways, if it comes to by by I think my desk when it, when it finally gets to me, you know that it's a popular thing because I'm really I'm on. Grand, You're not grandpa. the cutting, it, the cutting edge of social status. media. Really not. Um, but I think that's what would help I signed out. up for Instagram and then didn't do anything with it. I turned. I you did didn't this, tell me? I, well, I did it on Wait, did you Friday. do it for your wedding? Oh, no. No, I did it on Friday on a whim and then horrified by <laughs> what it. What was the thought process? Run away. It's like, what would push you over the edge and say, you know what, I need this. You know what, I, I don't even. this community. It was just a conversation. I, I was like with coworkers and we were nothing to talk about. They're not great conversationalists, to be honest with you. So it's like, hey, here's the thing. I've never been on Instagram. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't follow what I was going to say, but yeah. Why would you? Well, before you were even saying that, I was going to say, well, all your coworkers are women, and then you said they're not great conversationalists. Kid. Sketchy territory. My yeah. my wife is not. Here comes. I, I didn't say it, though. Here comes a look. I didn't say it. Um, But they were talking about Instagram. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I was just like, <laughs> we're going to need to talk about something. Here's. Here's a topic of conversation I've never had on Instagram. Let's let's go. Let's launch from there. You know, I'm and the you kind of guy that s- but to, you, then you did say when I know that there's going to be people that can't hold a conversation. I come to the I'm coming to the to the show with something to talk about. Sure, that's like this podcast guy, every week. The kind of guy that I am. Um, got the gift of gab, Smiltz. No, but let's get back to the Kevin Love. Of course, the Vine. The Why are you so you're so work oriented right now? The Twitter video. Yeah. Uh, of him, it seems like he's trying to give LeBron a high five, but we all know it's just he's talking about defense, and LeBron just just yells at him, stares him right in the face, and tells him he's not doing a good job. He wasn't really going for a high five, though. That's the big thing. Everyone That's, knows that. everyone knows that. But um, like so so what's weird is that the Cavs won. They won on the road. LeBron's quest to bring a championship to Cleveland is still ongoing, but yet, um. A lot of conversation is about just how Kevin Love does not fit in with that team and how he's going to be gone and how weird and awkward all this is. Yeah. It's awesome. You like that. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm also enjoying the idea of, you know, okay, this isn't going to happen probably, but like, let's imagine in a world Cleveland goes home, they're in game six, they Let's say they win that, and then we get an amazing LeBron Kyrie performance game seven. They win. They would still trade Kevin Love, and they would be a team that would have fired a coach, took them to the finals in one year, and then traded their third best player because he's useless 
in year two. They they would go do down think, as do one of the weirdest Do you think if they teams. win a championship, they're still going to trade Kevin Love? Yes. Yeah. At this point, because before the idea was last year, when before he had his shoulder hurt, was he was a better player last year, and the idea was um, the only thing that was between them wasn't really Kevin Love's effectiveness. It was that Kevin Love didn't fit in personality-wise with LeBron, and it just didn't really work. But he was effective. Now he's not even effective. Mm. And they would trade him. And they would get good value. I still think there are teams that would want them, would want Kevin Love. I mean, I don't, you know, I wish the Nets had something to offer. I wish, like, Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Thad Young would mean something to. Yeah, no, I don't think that'll that'll do it. (laughs) You don't think that's going to do it? I think they're thinking much much bigger fish than that. Like we said, the, the Blake Griffin, Carmelo Anthony type. I mean, the, both of those guys. I mean, the, the problem is with Kevin Love is that his his stock is quite low at the moment. You know. Yeah, but I think I still think because of the cap, uh, there's going to be so many people with cap space. There's going to be so few players that are worth that cap space. Love is Love's contract yeah. is on a decent. It's going to be a decent deal, uh, ish. Yeah. There's going to be enough teams that's going to say I'm I I'm going to miss out on Kevin Durant. Harrison Barnes is horrible. And I have a Harrison Barnes point about the Nets. I'd like to get to later. Um, I'm willing. To, I'm willing to take Kevin Love off the Cavs' hands, and I'll give them something because I think he'll eventually turn back into the the 23 and 10 guy, mm-hmm. and he's just on a bad team for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's don't very know. sad. Get to your Harrison Barnes thing. Why, why not just jump right after that? So I've told you, Harrison. First, first of all, let me just say this: you were high on Harrison Barnes at never, one point. Never. Big time, big never. time reversal. Never, <laughs> no, 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 no. I've always said I knew I knew you were gonna do this. I knew you were gonna do this. It's I just can tell. This is just for yeah, the let fans. Me, let me go down my let me let me go down my uh my list here. The fans like it when we when we're in a tiff. Is that what? Is, and we will get to email. Thank you for yeah. everyone emailing netspod at gmail dot com. Okay. So professional today. Get to it, Smeltz. You're, no, you're in there. Harrison Barnes mm-hmm. will get the max. He's not worth the max. The team that signs him to a max contract, there's reports that the Warriors are going to do that. Potentially. The Warriors would match, because he's a restricted free agent, the Warriors would match any offer. Horrible decision. The dude, okay, here's the problem. We live in an age where we find out about these high school basketball players, right? Um, we, 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 if you're the number one high school recruit in the country, we believe you're really good. And you may go to college and you may not be that good, but we think... You're going to be good. Keeping in mind, we've lived in this age for like, you know, 40 years now. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scal Labissiere, uh-huh. you know, the yeah, guy from sure, Kentucky. Sure. Yeah. Supposed to be the best player in the country. It was awful, but he's going to be a top 15 pick because people believe Harrison Barnes was thought to be. This is Chris McCullough, you know. Harrison Barnes, I think, was voted all, uh, preseason All-American in college his freshman year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wasn't that good in North Carolina? Was not. Average. Average in North Carolina. Hasn't been that great for the Warriors. You you couldn't be in a cushier position if you're Harrison Barnes. Not that great. Okay. What if he was never that good, right? He played high school it's basketball it, in Iowa. It seems probable he'll never be that. What do you mean? Tell, what do you mean? What if he's never? He, he's he just seems not to that be good. not that good. He's yeah. not that good, right? He doesn't based on just the eye test alone. My patented eye test. This rigorous eye test. He. It's, it's a not, quality eye test. It's not passing. It's not passing the eye test. Certainly not for this season's max contract kind of eye, eye test money. That's that's certainly not a winning proposition. And I'd be happy if the Warriors did that because that would make them 
really deeply tied up and for a player that's really very replaceable. I mean, how many players can do what he does? So I mean, many. And I would have faith if, if I'm the GM of this team and I'm the type of I, – I, I got Sean Livingston on a decent deal. Maurice Spates is relevant. Barbosa is pretty good. I've gotten all these kind of like scraps. I mean, they paid money to Livingston, but all these other guys who are just scraps. I think Ian Clark is like, okay. I'd be more confident that that I can find a guy who can do 80% of Harrison Barnes for for so much less money than paying Harrison Barnes max money and then having to pay you know a ridiculous amount of money for Steph Curry in a year or two whenever he goes off the books. Just get Michael Kidd Gilchrist uh, at a at a premium. But the, but the sort part of the issue is that, you know, if you're a Nets fan and you're hoping, okay, w- what are the moves that I can do to turn this thing around? Um like who who are you you're, like the couple of moves that you can really think about making is betting big on a young player and Harrison Barnes is like the most obvious choice at that. Really? Is that really the, the most yeah, obvious choice? I think so. Because how many other like Kent Basemore is the other guy? You know what? I mean, he just doesn't have a like a pull up jump shot. Like if you're gonna for yeah, it's just not that's like the big thing that's missing from that guy's game. Just doesn't have a pull up jump shot. You can't be paid max money unless. I mean, not at his position without a pull-up. He he's he's a stationary player. He's not that good. He's going to get a max money. I just you know I think there's a thought out there that uh, not necessarily with Nets fans, but fans in general of bad teams that Harrison Barnes could be the next James Harden, right? Really good, mm-hmm. like not really good player, but uh, yeah, another guy that doesn't have a pull-up, but yeah. somehow made it, made it work for him. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, so I'll, I'll get to some Nets news here. I, you know, NBA finals will, you know, I think it's going to be, let's just get to la- game six is going to be super interesting. Of course, Draymond Green's going to come back, blah, blah, blah. Quick prediction. Does he smack someone in the balls? <laughs> I love this like indignation at Draymond Green. Like this is what he did to his team. That he, his dirty acts is put mm. his team in this position. Like, I don't know, man. Like he, he, he plays the way he plays and that's why he's effective i don't think mm-hmm. like it's yeah he like sort of is a little bit of a dirty player and it's unfortunate that he gets suspended for a game he's for he's been smacking people in the nuts <laughs> pretty regularly in this, in this playoffs campaign is that not good <laughs> is that is that the kind of player you were back in the day of course i was nuts, nuts were on your radar I didn't really have much else for me yeah that was about the only <laughs> play- club ahead of my golf <laughs> bag just that and yeah. I wasn't even good at that. I couldn't even find the spot. Yeah. No, there's there's 21 balls in your game of, of, of basketball <laughs> to, to gun for, <laughs> including your own. 21 balls. What does that mean? Like, you know, there's five players on both sides. And oh. Everyone's oh. got two plus the one big one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Oh, that's good. I, like that. <laughs> I couldn't do the math as, yeah. as quickly I as was, you did. While you were talking, I was like, is that the right number? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, You know, I don't know. Game yeah. six, yeah. the Warriors yeah. are going to win. Oh, really? You're calling it? Well, sure. Hot takes. Hot takes. I said, told my dad, I should record my dad's phone calls. We need a hot take drop. That's what we need. So That's a literal. It's very literal. You're going to have to do the mail drop via your own voice. Because, again, Brian usually plays the drops out of his computer. We don't have his computer tonight. Yeah. Um, I pawned no. it. Yeah. Uh, Game six. Just give me a prediction. Throw it out there. Really, people are waiting want, you, to hear. It. Just, people are waiting to hear it. Don't, don't do that to me. You know. You know. I don't do predictions like that. Um. 
one more piece of Nets news that's sort of like news around the league-ish, but not really. Um, a report from someone today was saying, so there had been a report previously that the Timberwolves would be interested in trading their fifth overall pick for Jimmy Butler. And then we get a report today that now nah, they really don't want to trade Jimmy Butler, but they'd be very open in trading Derrick Rose. Nets question to you, Derrick Rose for nothing. You just get Derrick Rose on that contract. Are you happy with that deal? The Nets made the deal. For nothing. For, for, for nothing. cash considerations. Just nothing. Mm-hmm. $1. $1 gets you Derrick Rose. <clears throat> yeah, I would be very happy with that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Be enormously pleased. What's the bar? Who on the team has to get traded where you say, that's I would not be cool with that? I'm also like, who has to get traded? I thought I wasn't getting him for nothing. So I'm going to, let's go down oh, the we're line. We're going. Up, so you need you need the player that I'm cool with and the player that I'm not cool with. Right Essentially, to be honest, uh, not. I mean, I'm not cool with obviously any of our like real nice young prospects. I mean, they're not even really nice young prospects. We're just, <laughs> we've been acting like they are lately since Sean Marks has been on board. Um, Kenny Atkinson keeps talking about yeah, definitely it's not actually, Sean Kilpatrick. It's, it's an interesting thing coming from the Lionel Hollins, Billy King you know, era where there there was no premium or no no like special attention being paid to actually trying to just in in the media bolster everyone's uh, confidence and sell your players. Like just to kind of like just with word of mouth try to increase the value of your players. I think there's something to it. Be like, you know, these are good guys. We want some of these guys. There was at no point was there any kind of conversation like that. From especially from Lionel Hollins. From Lionel, who, especially yeah. from Lionel Hollins who I don't know if there's really many positive words ever said out of his mouth about his own players. I mean, just just the idea that like you'd say like we want these guys, it helps. It helps everyone just across the board. But anyways, um, so like if you're gonna play the game, I think like, so not to Chris McCall. Obviously, you don't trade Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Markel Brown. Probably I'm fine with. Probably cool with Boyan. Probably cool with Boyan. Honestly, definitely. Yeah, um, I think the I think Boyan Boyan's the line below the RHJ right. line. And everyone above RHJ, I mean, Chris McCall, I mean, you could trade him. Yeah, I mean, his, his ceiling still feels fairly high based on, but he's, he's it, it's a ceiling that he may probably never reach. I think everyone's in agreement. With sure. And, and uh, you know, he's tons of talent. It's just he's played 12 games in college. He's played about 12 in the pros. Yeah. There's no real sense that he's going to be actually good. Derek, so Derek Rose... That's like a very realistic move, and I don't know if the Bulls would do it for nothing. I mean, if I'm the Bulls, I would. I, I don't think you're going to get anything for Derrick Rose. You're not going to get a first-round pick. Yeah, you could get a second-round pick. The Nets could give them a second-round pick. Um, there's a lot of teams that have cap space, but they're not as many teams as motivated as the Nets for needing a point guard, needing kind of a guy to sell, even though Sean Marks doesn't seem like that kind of dude. Mm. The, the franchise is... Mm-hmm. I don't know what I mean. I'm not saying like Derrick Rose is going to draw more fans. I think it's the right combination of a of a smart move that also appeals to you know the sort of feverishness of of the franchise. You know, it wasn't that bad last year. Really, I mean, he, he wasn't Derrick Rose. No, no, he I mean, was fine. I had him on my fantasy team. He did stuff. What, did he, he scored points. Fifteen points. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's better than Brandon Jennings. This is what I'm talking about with like the Jeff Teague stuff. Like I, you know. I really don't need, a, you know, a Jeff. What does he average? Seventeen and six versus if that. Yeah, if that. I don't know. 
I don't know. The but, Jeff Teague, Mike Connolly. I'm on the I'm on the Jeff Teague bandwagon. Really, you are. Why? But Je- I mean, it depends on what you have to give up to get him. I just think he'd be like light years ahead of what the point guard situation was this past year. And I think if this team and I've gotten some some stuff on Twitter Dude. about if the team had just kept Darren Williams, they would have been maybe a playoff team. Even though I didn't want. No, no, no. There's almost nobody in the league we couldn't sign that would be an improvement on the point guard situation. It's incredible. <laughs> there is no, there is no player right now. It's like you could, yeah, get Corey Jefferson. That'd be very nice somehow. Prime, well, you know, and, and really anyone's backup point guard it's, could be our starting point guard. I mean, it's pretty Matthew devastating. Delavadova. He's a free agent. <laughs> yeah. He's a free agent, and yeah. don't think that Sean Marks, a New Zealander, yeah, is not looking He's at Delavadova, Del an Australian, saying, but don't don't they have beef? Don't they don't they beef? Is that a word? Is that what's up? <laughs> Kiwis and Aussies. I think they're not. Oh, oh, that's on. That's only on the pitch. Ah, gotcha. that's, may not call it that. What is the pitch? I think that's that... also what they call a rugby field. Ah, I know that's what they call a soccer grass area. Mm-hmm. But they maybe also call rugby that. Um, sure. Delvadova is definitely going to be a net. Mm-hmm. But, um, Derek Rose, bring it on. I would love to see that, but I don't think Sean. So here's the thing: why it won't happen is because Sean Marks, um, the way he he allegedly says he wants to build the team, which is like develop young guys, not do anything that's just going to throw money away and all that stuff. Derrick Rose would be kind of that, right? I mean, Derrick Rose would be like the move where you say it's not really about chemistry; it's not about anything else. We just kind of like want to throw stuff against the wall and see if it sticks. The problem with this is that we're already talking about all of our emailers want to talk about point guards and our man i'm just gonna go right into it because we don't have the drop unless you want to stick the drop in here i'll make a loud noise so you know where to put the drop in no i'm not gonna don't do it okay uh so our boy sean mondello (laughs) he he uh he's talking about the same thing rumors are flying about Derek rose being available uh would you take the risk jeff teague bledsoe as well Yes, Bledsoe. Uh, yeah, haven't, yes, haven't Bledsoe. thought that much about Bledsoe. They would have to give up. So, yeah. Something would have to be given up or it has to be, you, as you've brought up, Tyson Chandler's now a Mm-mm. toxic contract. I would love to be a, a graveyard for Tyson Chandler. Bring him on. Yeah, He'd be good for the team. Yeah. He wouldn't play at all, but he'd be good for the team. Uh, And then, so he's talking about, also with the tweet from Alex Kennedy informing that the Nets will be trying to get uh, to the first round, um, how do you see that happening? Bogdanovich writes, Juan Pablo Valle, and we have the 55th pick. Jared Jack contract before July 1st, possibly the only trade picks, uh, trade chips. How would it get done? Do you see it even happening? Uh, we talked a little bit about this at our production meeting at Jake's Saloon a second ago. Um, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> shout out to Jake and his saloon. We um, we talked about what what teams could be viable for trading like Jared Jack's thing for a pick. And I think the Clippers were the only thing that we could imagine ha- that happening with. But I mean, that would be the twenty fifth pick for uh, Jared Jack, so that they could cut him effectively because they're already over the cap. Right. So, yeah. So the candidates, as you're saying, it has to be something where they need to cut cap, which is very rare. So the Clippers would be the the idea. Um, it has to be a team that just like in in their minds, the value of having a first round pick of 
having to pay a guy a guaranteed contract for what three or four years doesn't make any sense. Um, it could also be a team that has like, like I think there's like the Suns have three first round picks, the Celtics have three as well, something like that. I mean, so it has to be one of those teams. But the the sort of the problem is that I don't think those teams just willy nilly say like just have my first round pick. Early second rounders are possible. Like I don't know. Like I'm looking down the list of second rounders. Clippers have the 33rd pick. I think that's actually that was the pick swap with the Nets. Um, you know, is there value for the Clippers to even have that 33rd pick, or is there value? I mean, 33rd pick is even better than having the 30th pick in the draft because it's not a guaranteed contract. You can kind of do a little bit of goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you be happy that they get a first round pick? Yeah. For, for Jared just Jack? No. Yes, for absolutely. Jared Jack. Oh my God, I never want to see Jared Jack again. Like, but I still think Jared Jack may come back to this team. Oh, yeah, it's totally possible. Yeah. Um, Manuel Martinez, Chiboy. Um, would you want to trade Bogey for a late-round first pick? Thad, maybe for a mid-to-late-round first pick? Um, so this goes back into more more of this stuff. Um we're trading are we trading Thad for picks? I don't know. So like and Thad's a really interesting question because it's sort of uh so like what do you want your team to be? And who's the where's the pick? You know, like if you trade Thad, like if I'm Brooke Lopez, I just like why am I here then? Why am what am I doing here? If you're gonna trade Thad Young and you're just gonna get a nineteen year old to play with me, mm-hmm. when you have Rondé Hollis Jefferson who can't shoot, who's also nineteen. Yeah. You have Chris McCullough who would be the starting power forward for the team who is also 19 no point guard so like that's kind of the thing like if you trade either either of them either Thad or Brooke you're making the decision that we're going to stink again and if you're going to make that decision you might as well just trade both yeah um he also says are there any prospects that excite you towards the back end maybe first round early second I mean let's look at even our actual pick which is the 55th um you were okay. talking about how you wanted Isaiah Whitehead really bad. No, like that's not what I else, said. Everyone's talking about this. Everyone, I, no, I, I, I said I wanted Kay Felder, mm-hmm. five nine point guard from Oakland. Yeah, never seen him play. You just like that. How I pick guys. Yeah, is I look at how many points they score in college, <laughs> and then I want that guy. So Kay Felder scored. If you can see a stats, stats twenty four points a game, nine assists a game. Four rebounds. He's 5'9". Come on. Who says no? He dunks. He dunks the ball. 5'9". He's exciting. Fiery. Um, What is he, a junior? So, like, uh, yeah, he's a junior. 21 years old. So, also part of my thing is that because the Nets... So, I think there's, like, and it's anyone could say this, but, like, why did Draymond Green fall to the Warriors where they fell? Because people didn't believe he could play power forward because he's height. Like, I think those sort of, like, physical attribute things are so overstated. K. Felder's 5'9". Being 5'9 would be really bad at point guard for defense. But if he's that productive offensively, give him to me. This team could use that. Kidding me? This team could use that, Bri. Listen, you, you've sold me right now, sitting here, right? Right this second. I'm I'm about to go pull up a bunch of YouTube clips of this kid. He's super exciting. The other guy I really liked was, I think it's Joel Balamboy. He he graded. I, I said this last time. He graded as the most athletic guy at the draft. Um, he's just like crazy athletic, best rebounder in college basketball. I think rebounding is the number one stat that translates to the pros. 
like go back to Kenneth Freed. Kenneth Freed was a, a freak rebounder, and everyone was like, well, but he's too short and not strong enough to get the rebounds in the pros, and he could. Joel Bionboy is the 58th pick in this draft, so that would mean that the Nets would have a shot at him. I would love so, it if, if somehow we got a chance at Thon Maker, just, just so that that name would come. I don't come. know why he isn't getting more buzz. I know, I know. Dude is... That, that body. Dude is... And he, everyone says he's like an A++ personality, that he's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. So he's seven foot, athletic. I mean, he's been seven foot since he's like 14 years old or something. Right. He's been, he was a yeah. YouTube legend yeah. to begin. It was like Kevin Garnett with a three or something, right? Right. Um... Dude, give me him. Yeah, come on, let's, come on. Trade wh- that. Where young do they for have him? him on there? Is he like thirties uh, so or something? He's like in a. He's like in the fifteens to twenties. No way. Typically. What? Yeah. Well, I think he's moving up the board a bit. I think I thought he was moving way down. Oh, really? Well, I yeah, I think you're right. I think you're way right here. Okay, where is he? Oh, there, there he, he is. is. Second round pick, thirty fifth to the Celtics. The World Game Draft Express. Come on, let's let's do how, it. How is it possible? Someone seven foot one athletic shooter is not is not above some of these other scrubs that are in this draft this draft's <laughs> horrible i mean this is the, this is like the side benefit if you are a nets fan and like you you're upset that they don't have the third pick jeff sucks yeah third pick would be good great fantastic dude i just i just do also want to say that you know the celtics didn't get the hotly coveted top two picks and that they in and so in my child mind they lost they lost the, Cheers. the big we did it. I wonder what that sounded like. It sounded pretty we good. Made it on the way thing, a big bar. Um, so Chris Davidson, uh, Chaboy, uh, tell you what, I'm going to save a bunch of what you said for another podcast because I like it. But basically, so he wants Nets roster breakdown, keep him or dump him. Um, he wants Ooh, I like that. your realistic 2016-2017 starting lineup. Um, will the Nets sneak into the first round? Uh, he's got a free agent tracker, re- realistic free agents. Who do you feel the Nets could pursue? Jeremy Lin, Ken Bazemore, all good stuff. Um, Sounds like he should be our producer. I don't. <laughs> Chris, you need an extra job for no money because <laughs> we're gunning for you, brother. We're looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Donnie. I think we should save a lot of this for maybe next podcast when we have a little bit more research in hand. Maybe a little bit more buzz comes around about what Derek Rose is thinking. I'm not gonna lie, I have I have a well researched uh, Google up. Doc. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, this like is... free agent target. I have like a crazy amount of research I put into it because I thought okay, we're gonna. I can tell you're full of it. No, no, true. Basically, it. the end result is that the Nets are gonna sign Kent Bazemore. I'm gonna say it here. I'm gonna say it again. Wow. Kent Bazemore is gonna be a net. Wow. Everyone knows it. You guys. Everyone knows it. Hot takes are flying on this episode. Um, <clears throat> so, and then Cole Anderson says, other than Bazemore and Lynn, who do you see the Nets signing in free agency this offseason? Also, what will it take to get a first-round pick? How much money would it cost if we were to spend cash for one? Um, well, we, we just spoke to Devin. Devin said $3 million is all that you can spend on a first-round, like all you can give away in a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the answer. Um, back to Manuel. Uh, he was saying he wants a glue guys meetup at a Nets game this year. Uh, glue guys fan club. First of all, we need a fan club. Uh, Manuel, I'm putting you in charge of, thanks Manuel of that. Um, but yeah, well, I'm down to run out the Honda club and get the bottles popping. If you guys are on you, uh, no, no, we're going to, sure. We're going to dine and dash on this one, <laughs> like we always do. Classic glue yeah. guys move. <laughs> um, should we do 
I don't really even have news around the league. But do you have another email? Uh, no, that was all of them. All right. Uh, let me see if I even have news around the league. One sec. Uh, no. But I have. I. Have, uh, why don't we just hit the drop? What drop? That one. Um. One thing I want to talk about, and I kind of brought it up before, there was this rumor that I like the, when you get this look in your eye. <laughs> yeah, there's you get, this. You got some gossip, some juicy gossip. Let's hear it. Come on. There's this rumor that the Timberwolves were wi- willing. Here, here is how it was reported: the Timberwolves were willing to give up the number five overall pick for Jimmy Butler. That they would consider it. Okay, this is why I love the NBA draft because you get like crazy, stupid reports like this, mm. where of course. The Timberwolves would give up the fifth row pick in a bad draft where there's only two we think of really good surefire players for Jimmy Butler, you know, like one of the best defensive two way players, two way players in the league. Um, And then that's when we get the Derrick Rose thing, where it's actually we like to just give away Derrick Rose, which is like also another. I love Jimmy Butler on that on that Timberwolves team, too. I mean, so if, if getting him and and Wiggins together just be like two very similar players doing very similar things, I like that. And Jimmy's an alpha dog. Now. I like when you go all in on a certain kind of player. That's what I really. This is this is I think because we're Q's fans, you know, they all have six seven to six nine <laughs> guys. It's an entire roster of six seven to six nine guys. None of who can dribble. None. No one can dribble. No one can. Dribble. No one can shoot either. Really, it's, it's just, just yeah. kind of runs into the the center it's of the paint. We always have pr- troubles on offense, and that's that's sort of our identity. Um, but that defense, Mike. Zone? Two, three zones? You've heard of it? You ever heard of it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Took us to the final four this year. Pretty successful. Um, Yeah, but then you have like the Timberwolves, or not the Timberwolves, the Bucks who bought all in and like long wingspan, sort of non-positionless or positionless players, and they were crappy this year. Mm-hmm. I'm he- hearing all kinds of stuff about Kid being on the outs in Milwaukee. But he just, he just got an extension. Yeah. How crazy is that? Can you can you do you have any insight? To, who's your guy in Milwaukee? Jacob Sternum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look him up. No, no, no. Um, that's so weird because yeah, there's all these like weird rumors that like for the Bucks not mattering. There's all these weird rumors that Jason Kidd doesn't like ownership or stuff. Mm-hmm. It's how he weasels his way to a contract extension. Don't know where that came from. Um, but anyways, just a safe face, man. That's what I don't know. Two more stories for you. Ooh, I thought you didn't have any news. Look at you go. Do you hear about this thing about Darren McFadden? No. Darren McFadden's the starting running back or was the starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. We found out today he has a broken elbow. Oh. He got his broken elbow because he was trying to save, save his cell phone that was falling off the table, and he ended up on the ground smashing his elbow on the floor. Well, how how high how high is this table? This sounds like a really tall table. Tall table, tall, yeah. tabletop, two topper. Well, double double tabletop, huh? double tabletop. Um, he did this on Memorial Day, and he didn't tell anyone about it. He went to practice this week, played football, you know, practice football, mm-hmm. and then they found out that he had a broken elbow. Yeah. Question to you: Yes, do you think? Do you think one that he should have lied? If this is the truth. Should he have lied about the truth and said a more dramatic story about how he broke his elbow? Or is the story about a cell phone dropping and him breaking his elbow, trying to save a, a, a falling cell phone, is that the lie? This reminds me of a story that I told my parents when I was um, in third grade. 
I got uh, a, a big cut under my eye, and I told them that Ooh. I had f- I was running and I tripped over a root and then hit another root. And the real story was that we were having rock fights at school. We were throwing rocks at sure. each other, like sure. knuckleheads, like crazy knuckleheads. Um, and they bought it. They didn't. They never questioned it because it's stupid. It's a stupid thing. You fall over a root and hit another root is dumb. Can't imagine your dad. Falling who, into that crap. What you hit? You fall over. What's near a root? You hit another root. Those damn roots. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a bitter winter, and the roots were exposed. You know, I <laughs> backed all these all these things into the lie. Um, no, so I don't I don't know I don't know anything about this guy. The, the Dallas. Uh, would you say they were the Cowboys? <laughs> as a football team. Oh my god! All right, one last one. E3 is going on in L.A. right now. Mm. You know about E3? Yes. Um, what's always awesome is that the, the industry around video games is blown up to such a degree that now we get trailers and we get you know video of gameplay of games that haven't come out yet. Today, the new trailer for, and let me get the title correct, Zelda Breath of the Wind came out. The new Zelda looks incredible. Yeah, um, you're excited. There was also news about Final Fantasy XV. And so, so you're trying to make this into a video game podcast, aren't you? Because you saw those numbers. Oh my God, busted, <laughs> busted. Seventh most popular podcasts are yeah. video game podcasts. <laughs> Sports are eighth. Um, question for you, Brian. Yeah. Better franchise. The the Final Fantasy or the Zelda franchises? Well, you know, gotta say Zelda in this case. You know, just oh my God, I knew. Listen, that. don't don't get I me wrong. I'm a huge Such Final a Fantasy supporter. I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, but there's been quite a few stinkers over the years. You know, it's just about it's just about consistency. You know, they tried to change the model too many times, um, and the reality is those. Well, I don't know. What, why you're? You, what was the last Final Fantasy game you ever played? You I don't really played care. A, you even played that's a Final Fantasy. That's the answer to the question. I don't care. But you want me to carry us into a video game podcast? Okay, alone. If there's, if there's but, anything <laughs> that you could answer here, it'd be what would be a better. I did it. I did it for you. But you didn't like it. That's why the, um, Zelda. Listen, it's it's just it's a it's a it's a formula. They're both sort of formulas, right? Both of those franchises, uh, or at least for Final Fantasy, it was a formula. But when you consider the Final Fantasy franchise, there's a whole lot of other offshoots. It's a whole big thing, and and right. not to say that that isn't true of Zelda, because in the recent years there's been a whole bunch of really bad shootoffs as well. Um, but there's just more of it for Final Fantasy, and they're more often not that good. There hasn't been a really like okay, but but here's okay. Who of all the franchises has had the best game peak game? I would say Final Fantasy's best game is the best game. And wh- which Final Fantasy is that for you? I actually like ten the best. I know people like seven a ton, right? Sure, seven's fun. I enjoyed. I was. I was one of the people I would watch my brother play ten. Yeah, I enjoyed it that much. It was how so... many of these have you played? Did you play any of these Super Nintendo ones? Did you play the Final Fantasy? Yeah, no. I mean, my brother did. I never really. Have you ever tried to play the NES ones? They're ridiculous. They're horrible. I mean, people love them, but they're I horrible. saw like you can get them on. You know, you can get anything on an app, but like you can no, no, no never. I mean, and, and like to be honest, I'm a bad role playing game player. Mm. I get. I played. We played a lot of Final Fantasy X in college together, and you would check out. You would emotionally check, check out. out. Yeah, yeah, because 
at a certain point, I'm just like, why am I doing this shit? Yeah. Well, with the Final Fantasy games, a lot of it is just like attack. You're going to hit attack over and over again. Sure. Yeah. And that's that's not that much fun. This is embarrassing to say. And it's a bad judgment of my character. It looks bad upon me. But it's uh, when a role-playing game gets too hard, just gets too complicated, I'm, I throw up my hands and say, what am I doing this for? So you like to hit attack. You like it when it's not complicated. Yes. That's why my favorite games, not true, but my favorite games are those Lord of the Rings games where all you have to do is just mash a bunch of people. <laughs> the, like PS2 era yeah. ones? It's just, just <laughs> you know, like the, the Shadows of Mordor where like, sure. there's no strategy. It's is that, just Is that what you're murder? Playing? What have you been playing on this thing? Um, so you know what I've been wanting to do, but there's no cheap way to get back into it. I have all the sports games that I play. I don't know why I played the baseball one. I played MLB Live or whatever it's called. I get it. That's that's a waste of time. But I want to get back in Rock Band. <laughs> Couldn't you mess with that a little bit? You're such a casual, bro. You're the most casual, bro. You're so, <laughs> you're so, you're so normcore. Uh, I've been really for three months now. I've been desiring to mm. like to to get that guitar, that axe back mm. in my hand to start grinding. Part of what it is is that my playlist for when I run on the treadmill has Foreigner. Uh, jukebox hero it has like um take on me it has a couple of those little uh ditties Ditties. also it has uh operation ground and pound which is on one of the which is on one of the rock band games and i want to just shred some some metal you want plastic what is stopping you You can get that it's expensive rock band two or one or whatever that's on yeah but the thing is you need the guitar and the guitar is how much could that possibly cost the guitar is still five billion of those floating around in the world i see them on the street corners i haven't tried that hard every sunday (laughs) i haven't tried all that hard if you see any let me know pick (laughs) one up for me i'll get i'll pay three dollars best video game of your entire life (laughs) well you really want to play the put this into a uh i just feel like you you appreciate uh i I wonder if they would. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I've got I've got a couple of answers for this. <laughs> <laughs> but the the game that really blew my mind, and people are going to be both rolling their eyes and maybe potentially curious because I'm a grown man. But Minecraft really did like blow my blow my hair all the way back when I first played it. I mean, when I first started playing it in 2011 or something before it had reached sort of the you know stop. Don't don't try to make this like. You're ahead of the curve. You're no, just but, a cool guy. No, I'm not saying that. It's before the kids. No, the kids. The, it, it was a thing that. Okay. All right, Jesus Christ. Talk there's about, the, talk about your the, Minecraft. Listen, talk about your Minecraft. Listen, you little normie. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me. Operation Ground and Pound over here. Um. Anyway, song. What? Great song. Yeah. The the the. I mean, the essence of. I think the spirit of that game is really remarkable. It's it's just a really like. Very unique thing. Anyways, but there's like been a Explain bunch of games. Explain Minecraft to me. I've never touched it. My nephew plays it. He's five. But oh man, it's really difficult. It's basically like you're just building stuff, right? Yes and no. I mean, there's different game modes. The popular one is the <laughs> survival your, mode. Your voice change on that was uh, fantastic. Yeah. There's different game modes. Here's what happened. No, um, man, we're, we're we're you're gunning for this video game audience. You could tell. You know it. <laughs> You know, you know how to get me going, well, Mike. <laughs> number one is Christian podcast. Number ah. two is music. So, we'll, we'll Ooh, I got to pick a Christian game. Hmm. Is there, has anyone really just gone on and made like Jesus the video game? I wonder if that's a. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> Jesus the rock band video. All right, game. Uh, <laughs> copyrighted Brian Egan and Mike Smelts the glue guys. Yeah, that is a great idea. <laughs> right? Is there? 
Just the life there's, of Jesus. There's Jesus that's not movies. Much action. There's Jesus except, songs, except for the end. That's, there's Jesus books. I mean, the Jesus is in a book. Yeah. He's, oh yeah, a popular book. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the most popular ever. Yeah. Uh, that's a great idea. Well, we're on to something. Make an, make oh an indie God. game. I'm did serious. We, did we just go you to could sell you, if you? If you there's no to, way there's not five million. Yeah, like, there's really horrible Jesus. Yeah. The video game. They're all produced in yeah. like you know. Yeah, by us you guys. Yeah, like, yeah, us, like, yeah. Let's do the Jesus. Uh, game. Let's do the Jesus game. Jesus cart. Jesus party. Jesus cart. <laughs> Jesus cart. Get the disciples going. Perfect. No, you you more than this. those are like you know all the same pretty much. Yeah, they're all Jewish guys. Yeah, you want you want Mary and Joseph in there, the big hitters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's the toad? God. You want Who's God? Who's the toad? I don't know enough about the story of Christ. <laughs> That's your territory. God, if I... You probably actually know more than I do. I mean, this is... Um, so, Minecraft. Good. Minecraft was a big one. I mean, and the game that I probably, like, got the best at was Super Smash Tony Brothers oh, Super Melee, Smash Brothers. Uh, which I started to play on the semi-competitive level. You've started to? Well, I went, but like me and my buddy used to go to like tournaments, local local things <laughs> at one point in high school. <laughs> and we would wreck. We would wreck. House. Actually, we would get our asses kicked. They were very good. Everyone's very good. Yeah, that's that game is, I mean, it's not like anyone, if you know the game, it's not uh, shocking. But that game, you the <laughs> talent level between bad and good is incredible. You can just get absolutely wrecked and steamrolled in that game. Yeah. More than like anything else. like you can play someone who's really good in Madden and it's embarrassing. Wait, wait, stop. Is there a new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm coming out? Yes. How long have people been talking about this? Six hours. Seriously. It, uh, it just came out today that they're doing it. Your boy Sean and Pinto just alerted me to this fact. <laughs> Man, Sean. Sean and Pinto. What a guy. Um Yeah, I'm super excited. Super excited for that. I love season nine. I love Curb. Did you see, you know, Jiminy Glick? You know, Martin Short's sure, character? Of yeah. He, him and uh, Maya Rudolph have like this like variety show that's once every three years that shows up on NBC. Seriously, once every three years. And he did an interview with Larry David as Jiminy Glick. Mm. Highly recommend it. I'm going to. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to see all this stuff. Um. Okay. What was your favorite video game? Super Mario Brothers. No. <laughs> You don't even have one. You just I, rock I don't. Right? I don't have one. Yeah. I don't have one. Like you're like NBA Tony 2K Hawk. 14, and it's the best. Yeah, it are the, the best crossover moves. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at BK Glue Guys. Check us out on iTunes. Search Glue or search Glue Guys. This feels really weird without the outro. This feels really weird. Um, I can't take this. TheBrokenGame.com. We are on that. How are you not sweating bullets right now? Are you? The 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 I'm wearing cupped earphones and it, the sweat is oh, dripped, cooling it <laughs> all in there. If once I let this thing go, it's just going to be like Niagara Falls. Okay. Um, oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Thank you for listening, and have a good night. Jesus Christ! Uh, Mary Shavuot. Jesus Christ! The video game. I'm gonna say Mike's getting serious. He's got a serious face about. He's seeing dollar signs here. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be a very Jewish thing. I'm yeah. Jewish. Very Jewish thing. To try to solve that. Yeah. I'll be the face of it. I'll be the goy face. Maybe we should take this out. I don't know. <laughs> Veering off into a bed. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good, Good night.
Good night. Thanks for listening. 